0: The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000.
1: Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700, Paul's Pizza in Westchester on 31st and Wolf Road, Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com hookandhunttv.com Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the knowledgeable sportsman. Wren Lake Area Tourism at visitrenlake.com and enjoyrenlake.com. Bizbaits, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish you can get them at bizbaits.com Follow me
2: me
3: to rippling streams Find a world that embraces free open spaces Come and follow me
1: well, I hope you're ready to enjoy the Troncey's great outdoors here. On ESPN Radio, on today's show, we've got Stan Zatorski from Angler's Dream Bass Fishing Tournaments. Uh, He's going to be talking to us about the many tournaments that are throughout the Midwest and a little bit further than the Midwest, catching down into Kentucky and several other places, and how you can be involved and how easy it is and how much fun it is for the person who's done it for a while and even the novice tournament angler. Then Officer Jacob Hossclaw, from the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. Uh, he's part of their police game warden division. He's going to come on and talk to us about the new rules for ATVs and UTVs. That's very important because they're, they're becoming really, really popular, okay, uh, for Wisconsin. Then rounding out the show, my good buddy Ed DeVries from the bow Fishing Association of Illinois is coming on to talk about how you can become part of the sport of bow fishing. This is way too much fun. I mean, you're going to get hooked on this if you do it once. And if you go out with somebody like Ed, and he'll do it for free, he'll show you how much fun you can really have. But, you know, we'd like you to download the new ESPN Chicago app so you can hear us anytime on your uh, smartphone. Just click the app, click my face, and boom, one, two, three, you're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Don't forget to go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us. And, uh, you know. Sign up and you know check out some of our fishing reports and all the other outdoor news and information we have for you. Let's see who's on the phone right now. Oh, it's Stan Zatorski. Stan, Stan, how you doing, buddy? Oh, real good. We just got back from a couple tournaments
0: and uh, we're just recuperating a little bit. This heat's a little tough.
1: A little bit tough. The mm-hmm. um, that's and once again, Stan and and not just Stan, but Stan and probably he's got to have some help because there's no way he could do this by himself, operates the Angler's Dream Tournament, right? Correct. And you, how many divisions you got? Uh, we're, we're
0: right at 28 divisions right
1: now around the Midwest. So do you just have a, you know, Star Trek beaming up Scotty machine that shoots you at all these places?
0: Oh, I wish. <laughs> no, we have, we have directors of each division and, uh, they come out and uh, <gasps> uh, run these tournaments and get the get the results for us. Mm-hmm. And then they send them to us via email or slow slow mail, and we get them and we put them online. And uh, guys who fish five events and, uh, and get 160 points qualify for a big event at
1: the end of the year. This is a fun group of guys and girls that fish these tournaments, right?
0: Oh yeah, they're awesome. The people, are, people, are fishermen are awesome. Tournament fishermen, they they're fun to be around, fun to be with.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh, and
0: they're all about one thing. They're all about conservation, too. So it's it's really pretty unique.
1: Exactly. Now, um, this show can be heard everywhere east of the Mississippi River. You know, all these different divisions. I mean, you have you do these tournaments in Illinois. They, you do them in uh, Wisconsin, I think Indiana, Michigan, uh, Ohio?
0: Yeah, and we have them at times in Kentucky and Tennessee. Kentucky and, and Tennessee, you said? mm mm-hmm. at
1: times. At times. So, I mean, you're you're literally all over the area. Uh, these people come in. What's, what's the largest group of boats that you've had?
0: Oh, we've put 103 boats out uh, a couple times. We've put over 100 boats out. Whew. Kentucky Lake, uh, uh, Lake St. Clair, uh, some of the lakes in uh, southern Indiana. Potoka. we had 100 boats one, one year. Mm-hmm. So,
1: But a lot of these yeah, tournaments also have... I'm going to call them more manageable numbers so someone who's like a novice tournament angler doesn't get scared.
0: <laughs> well, our small divisions our, our divisions usually average anywhere from uh 8 to 25 boats. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, one of the larger divisions is, you know, uh over 20 boats.
1: Over 20 boats? And, uh, mm-hmm.
0: But I would say we average about 12 boats a division, so you're not fishing against a lot of different people, and they're all team events, mm-hmm. so you're fishing with a partner. Well, I shouldn't say that. We do have a single series now, too, but uh, the vast majority are team events, and uh, uh, we're all fishing for this trip to St. Clair on September 18th and 19th this year. So
1: That's, a great, interesting, that's a great fishery. Interesting that is one. Well,
0: I, I've, been, I've been there twice in, this year, and I'll tell you what.
1: It's just phenomenal. Yeah, and when you're catching them big fat smallies that you know are built like a football, if 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 you catch a a large largemouth bass, great fight. You catch a decent to medium size, you know length smallmouth, you think you got the biggest largemouth bass on the face of the earth because those smallies out of St. Clair, they just have an attitude. They got a chip on their right fin. They've got scars on them. They don't care. <laughs>
0: They will pull you uh, around the lake a little bit. You, know, you get a big one out. On. They're, they're a lot of fun to
1: catch. No, oh, they really are. Um now a, a tournament like uh, and I'll, these most of these tournaments are weekend tournaments, correct?
0: Uh Yes, most of the tournaments are on the weekends. Uh, we have very few during the week right
1: now. Mm-hmm. So this gives a chance for people to come and do participate in a tournament, and you know what they you know work if they you know their companies are running you know an operation in this weird time that we're at. But you're also you know very conscious of the social distancing and and everything else, which I have to give you a tremendous amount of credit for. Uh, you know you're concerned about the health of the people in the tournament and and you guys just put on a really sweet. Fun event that's safe. Well,
0: the key is being safe right now, and it's it's tough. You show up to every tournament, and uh, people are excited. You got to sort of point to your face, like you don't want them to come up to you without a face mask. Mm-hmm. The social distancing's been working real well. Everybody's been keeping themselves apart, which has been really helpful uh, throughout uh, the tournaments.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We have to modify our. Check-ins at the end of the tournament, where you only allow one person to come up at a time to weigh in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's not as big as the show as it used to be, but it's a much safer show. So
1: sure.
0: and that, that's what we're all about.
1: It'll come back to the old way a little. It'll, it'll give it some time. It'll come back. You know, maybe a little different, but it'll it will come back. How do they find out about the tournaments and where they're at first? Let's start out there.
0: Well, from they could go to our website. It's anglers dreamcom mm-hmm. and uh, they could have everything in there. Everything. They can find anything they want in there. I also send out memos two to three times a week on what's going out to anybody that signs up for the mailing list. Mm-hmm. So once they're on that mailing list, they they know every tournament going on every weekend mm-hmm. uh, in advance. And then, uh, like I said, then they just have to participate. And most people make the tournament of champions, and they we, we have a pretty good event there. It's a lot of fun there.
1: Cool. Now, you... Uh... You start, uh, I know different places have different hours where they start, but, you know, let's say on an average, you know, you, you're all getting together. You, you you take off at what time?
0: We try to take off right about sun sunrise time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to have a meeting about 15 minutes before that. We're trying to cut down on that meeting altogether. We're trying to knock it out altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know most of my directors are actually having the meetings on the water now. Mm -hmm. where uh, the boats pull out and one boat's in front of everybody, so everybody's distance apart and they have meetings on the water. I run one at Waterfront, and uh, I have all the different boats and different boat slips, and I just get in front of them with a megaphone, and I have my meeting with them and take them off in the morning. So we're social distancing
1: in that meeting. And then, boom, they're off and running.
0: (laughs) Well, we we assign numbers to everybody. You can't just – if we put them off and running, it – Maybe catastrophic one day. <laughs>
1: it's, um, it's not a shot, especially on a 100 it. boat tournament. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. 100 boat tournament. I thought it could happen. And then they all come in by what time, roughly?
0: Well, most of the tournaments are eight hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go nine hours on Lake Calumet because there's a lock involved, and the locking time each way is an hour. Uh, our tournament of champions goes in three flights. Uh, that way, we're not dealing with a lot of people at one time. Mm-hmm. In fact I just got off the phone with the state of Michigan uh yesterday and uh they're letting us do our tournament for starters, uh uh because some some of us are we're up in the air if they were gonna let us do it, as long as we run it in flights where we don't have over fifty people up there at one mm-hmm. time. So Good.
1: Good. So it's different. It's a different world. Right. Then you bring the fish way in and uh you know one of the other things is uh People in a tournament, you know, besides bragging rights, you know, maybe an award. You're talking about winning some cash money, right?
0: Yeah, the tournament of champions will pay ten
1: thousand dollars to the winner. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> uh, excuse me, did you say ten thousand dollars? Ten
0: thousand dollars to the
1: winner. Oh, not, now you just woke up everybody drinking their coffee. They almost spit it across the kitchen table. <laughs> Said, oh. That's as that's fun as that. Once again, you said that you can get all the information on your the website, correct? Correct. And the website is?
0: Anglers-Dream.com
1: But this sounds like a fun a fun experience. It's, you know, guys and gals, come on, get out there. Be part of this tournament, Anglers Dream. You can go to their website, as you just mentioned. Uh, find out more information. Participate. Learn. And you know what? You're probably going to get hooked real hard because it's just another way of enjoying the great outdoors and making a ton of new friends, right?
0: Oh yeah, and I'll tell you what—it's you see the new people coming along more and more now. Uh, you really just appreciate them coming along, but it, it's there for everybody. It's young and old, and the learning—the learning curve is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But you said you get hooked on fishing. You get hooked on tournament fishing real quick if you fish a couple of events. You, oh,
1: yeah. Exactly.
0: You you'd see somebody not having enough, not getting enough out of them after a while. All
1: right. Well, Stan, I'm going to make sure I get to a couple of them before the, you have the big St. Clair event, and because I want to be there and see how much fun everybody's having, okay?
0: Can I? I'm gonna, uh, I uh, want to announce a special tournament yes. we have coming up.
1: I forgot about that. Yes. Uh,
0: the Mitch Bullock uh, Memorial Tournament. Mitch passed away real suddenly uh, back in March. uh he didn't wake up one morning. He was happy he was going to fish the next tournament with his grandson. Talked to me half the night about it. He was one of my directors and been around uh, when I had Team Bass of America and Angler's Dream since 1990. So he's going to be missed by me. But he's a very good family man, very good fisherman, was a great sportsman. Everybody who knew him loved him. And we're trying to get this to be a big event on Wolf Lake and Hammond, Indiana. That's mm-hmm. one of the divisions he directed. The date of that tournament is September 12th. You could download entry forms from my website. Mm-hmm. Or or uh, basically, he, he owned a business called High, Highland Hydraulics in Griffith. Mm-hmm. They could pick up entry forms there. And we're, we're going to probably get these entry forms out in just about every place we can get them. At it. We want this to be a big event for the family. And like I said, it's he just was a super individual and meant a lot to the sport of fishing, actually, in the Hammond and... Uh, uh, actually, in the Wolf Lake and uh, Lake Michigan uh, era, he was part of all
1: that, starting mm. all that. So, Okay. Uh, when we get closer to it uh, and you've got everything <clears throat> set, I will make sure that it goes on my Facebook page and we'll we'll promote it for you, okay? All right.
0: I appreciate
1: that, John. No problem, Stan. Thanks so much for coming on today's show.
0: You're very welcome. I had a good
1: time. I was Stan Zatarski, everybody, from Angler's Dream. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors.
4: If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors.
1: When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847-838-2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! Waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up, and Mercury Marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new Mercury outboard motor from the only authorized Mercury Repower Center in Northeast Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. Get the right motor on that boat you love with professional service at the right price. From the only authorized Mercury Repowered Center in Northeastern Illinois, Waterworks boat sales. Call them at seven zero eight seven nine eight ninety seven hundred. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic Southern Illinois and can offer you nineteen thousand acres of water fun and recreation. 2577 314 580 2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Mark your calendar for August 1st and come on out to Chauncey's Great Outdoors live remote outside in front of Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester, Illinois. It's a BYOC bring-your-own-chair-and-face mask. Be part of the audience at Chauncey's Live Show with food, prizes, great guests, and more. All at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, in front of the store. So mark that calendar for August 1st at 6 a.m. And BYOC bring-your-own-chair-and-face mask and be part of the Midwest number one outdoor show, Chauncey's Great Outdoors at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester. Don't just make your next walleye trip to Lake Erie, just another trip. Make it a Bay's Edge and Mark 1 Sport Fishing Charter Walleye Trip. With world-class fishing and luxurious lodging to meet your family and group demands, you can rent a modern three-bedroom townhouse that includes towels, linens, a fully-equipped kitchen, two baths, a gas grill, a washer and dryer, and more. Then set out on a trip with Mark 1 Charters and be part of the best walleye fishing in years on Lake Erie. With everything provided... For more information, call 419-734-3016 or go to baysedge.com or Mark1SportFishing.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Hey there, fellas, we got the day off. What
4: you want to do? If they want to stay home and cut the
2: bread. Yard, what's the You're
4: listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Oh, who's on the phone? Hey, we got Jacob Holtzclaw. Hey Jake, how are you? Pretty good, how about you? I'm trying to get it all together this morning. Let me tell you, it's always a challenge early in the morning. But I want everybody to know, Jacob is a recreational warden for the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. He's a regular card-carrying game warden, but he's specializing in the recreation side of the great outdoors, which is what, Jacob? So
5: specializing in ATV, boats, and snowmobile, unfortunately.
1: And we all know that Wisconsin is the outdoor mecca. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for so many things, yep, yep. you have a slew of new rules that are coming up for ATVs, which has become not extremely popular, wildly popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are some of those yeah, rules?
5: I, yeah. So, yeah, first I just want to, before I talk about the new rules, I just want to say that there are a number of rules that have not changed, and those can be found on the Wisconsin DNR website. So if folks are interested in coming up and recreating in Wisconsin trails or on the, the many routes we have, we have actually have many roadways that have opened up to legal ATV and UTV operation as well. So that's what that would be my advice is familiarize themselves with the, with the regulations. Some of the new rules I wanted to cover, this may affect people. Uh, one of them is if you're looking at purchasing an ATV and you want to carry a passenger with you, Uh, one of the new rules uh, specifies that you need to have an ATV that fit for two people. So most of your, you know, your standard sized ATVs are built only for one person. And now what we're looking at is just making sure that if people have a second person on the back, that it's actually a machine manufactured to have a second person. So that's one of the that's one of the major changes we're
1: dealing with this year. And when you say manufactured for a second, I mean, I'm going to ask stupid questions, so I apologize. No, 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 true. Well, you know, when I look at an ATV, the seat looks big enough for two people to sit on. So, When you say specialized, do they make them now longer seats or something?
5: Well, yes. They actually will build, build them with uh, an extra footrest for the back for that rear passenger. And then they're also going to have a... The seat's going to be more extended and built in. Uh, most of them are kind of built into that carrying area in the rear of the machine. Uh, sometimes the suspension may be modified as well to support a second person. And a lot of times that rear seat's also going to have some kind of a backrest on it. So it's pretty obvious. And one, one, easy, way to, one easy way to make sure you have a machine that's built for, built for one person or two people is, you know, every manufacturer is going to have some kind of a warning label on the front of the machine, and a person can just go there and look at that, and it's going to say either it's recommended for one passenger or no passengers. So real, real simple way to look at it. And then, of course, they can talk to a dealer if they're going to buy a new machine and discuss with them some of the new options as well. But one thing to remember is they can't, uh, they can't add an additional seat or some kind of aftermarket device to the machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way the, the, way the mm-hmm. law is written is it has to be originally manufactured as such.
1: So just so, something to keep in mind. And really, if you're going to buy a machine, you might as well buy it for two people because somewhere you're going to give somebody a ride. <laughs> yeah,
5: absolutely. I, I, that would definitely be something to consider. Uh-huh. Uh, unless you're an absolute solo person that doesn't know anybody else, um, you know, a, two, a two-person machine might be the way to go, um, and and one of the one of the other very popular machines in, in Wisconsin are the UTVs. So those are going to be your. Uh, some people call them side-by-sides, um, utility vehicles.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, those are your. Those are your. Those are your machines that are are built where it was seatbelts, roll cages, and people sit side by side. Sometimes they have doors on them. So there are. There are other options, too, if somebody wants to carry more than
1: more than one or two people. Okay. Sorry to get you off track, but I just was like, wow, okay, so what else is there?
5: <laughs> yep. Yep, absolutely. Some of the other new rules is there are some lighting requirements. So now, anytime an ATV or UTV is operating in Wisconsin, it needs to have its uh, headlamps on and lit at all times. And really, the reason behind that is, is, you know, the reason behind most of these laws is safety. And that's something to remember. And and as you know, UTVs and ATVs are smaller vehicles, so uh, having, the, having the lights on at all times is going to make them a lot more visible uh, to other vehicles on the roadway if they're on a road route or other machines on a trail. So that's something to keep in mind as well.
2: Mm, okay, very
5: good. Uh, sometimes, and I don't know what you say, you, you probably haven't been up your ATVing yourself, but something that had become popular in recent years is having a lot of auxiliary lighting, so basically extra lighting that people add onto their machines. Um, sometimes you'll have these lighted, lighted whip sticks or extra, extra light bars on top of a machine. And one thing we found is that people were starting to add a multitude of colors and rotation in the lights. And then one thing we want to make sure of is that we're not infusing somebody's personal machine for an emergency uh, vehicle, and, and there are departments, including ourselves, at the DNR that have uh, ATVs and UTVs that we use for patrol, and and it is a law enforcement vehicle, so they are equipped with red and blue lights. And so one thing we want to remind folks is that basically, you know, generally just stick with your factory lights that are installed on the machine, um, and then any lighting visible from the front of the machine has to be amber or white, and then any light visible from the rear of the machine, you can have amber white and red, of course, we throw red in there for the tail light right uh, but that 's something that people got to keep in mind uh, don't get don 't get too crazy with the lights and, um, and there is more specifics to that, and i don 't have to go into super detail on the lighting, but that is the um, that 's kind of it in a nutshell for the <laughs> new lighting restrictions
1: and yeah, don 't look like a Christmas tree going down the trail,
5: exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so you know we're gonna. Uh, I would I would just advise people that if you've got the yeah if you've got the Christmas tree on wheels mm-hmm. going down the trail you're you're likely gonna get stopped and talked to
1: about that. Yeah, so, you're gonna get introduced to somebody.
5: Well, one of the other one of the other things to do is, is if people are going out to look for a machine and um, and specifically I want to touch on UTVs so a utility there are size requirements and weight requirements. So one thing want to people want to keep in mind is that to be a legal utv it can't be over 65 inches wide Um, and that's measured from outside rim to outside rim wheel rim Mm -hmm. and there are some manufacturers that are making machines that are wider than that and those are fine you can operate those on your own private property or you know people will buy them, take them out west it's kind of like a dune buggy style vehicle but one thing to keep in mind if you're going to be on public routes public road routes and public trails in Wisconsin is that um, it has to meet the definition of a UTV, and to meet the definition it has to be 65 inches or less in width. And when you think about it, that's important because if we have machines that are too wide going down a trail and some of our trails are fairly narrow, uh, you know, you, you could run into some issues there. Yeah. So, again, uh, again a safety issue. Um, and so that would be something that people are going to, Want to keep in mind. One of the other changes we had is it used to be a law that ATVs and UTVs are required to have low pressure tires. So, you know, your traditional um a seven, eight pounds, you know, very low pressure tires for off-road. Mm-hmm. That um has actually been changed now. And um some of the manufacturers have actually said that. It's it's okay to it's okay to run the higher pressure tires, and now with a lot of machines on the roadway routes, we are seeing that where where folks are putting higher pressure tires. I can't attest to the fact if they're safer or not, but we basically that that has been eliminated from from law. So as long as an ATV or UTV has tires on it, um, it, it would be illegal ATV or UTV.
1: Right now, do you have to have? Uh... If you live in Wisconsin, I know you have to take a class to drive an ATV, right? Or UTV.
5: Well, yeah, yep, yep. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, so basically, if you were born after January 1st of 1988, so 1-1 of
2: 88, mm-hmm. you would
5: need to have an ATV safety class. And if somebody falls into that age range, uh, they can actually take that class online as well through the DNR website. And then you're going to be, you're basically issued a certificate. And the way I tell people is, this is kind of like your driver's license. So you know, if you take driver's ed for a regular motor vehicle on the road, um, you're issued a driver's license. You're expected to carry that with you as proof that you're a, you know, a licensed driver. Same applies for ATVs and UTVs. So, right. So if you fall into that into that age range, um, and some people think, oh, I'm 16, I've got a driver's license, I'm good to go. Well, that's not the case. Uh, they got to remember that uh, in Wisconsin, with, with our with our state law, if you're born after that January first, 1988 date, uh, it's basically just that date set in stone. Where anybody after that point, um, they want to have you got to have the course. And ultimately, the goal is that everybody will take taken that. It shows that that does actually help keep people a lot safer, and it can familiarize them with uh, with all the with all the ATV and UTV laws that they're going to need to know before they go out on the trail. The Thing to recommend. Uh, to remember is that anybody under 18 needs to wear a helmet, um, unless they're involved in some kind of hunting or fishing activity or, or farming activity. But in general, if, especially with uh, you know a lot of your listeners, if they're going to be coming up to Wisconsin to recreate, remember that all all people under 18 have to wear a helmet. Machines do need to be registered uh, if they're if they're going to be kept in Wisconsin for. Uh, but, uh, if you're coming from out of state and many states, I think, I think Illinois might actually be one of them where they don't have a registration system Mm -hmm. for their ATVs and UTVs. Uh, that, that's fine. You can actually just purchase a, what's called a trail path and, uh, somebody, you can do that online as well. And that is basically a single sticker, uh, um, that, that a person can just stick to the forward portion of the machine. And that just shows that you basically did your part to help fund the Trails, um, right? You know, and uh, and then you're legal to operate on any of the any of the public trails cool. and routes. So just something just something to remember. Well,
1: if somebody wants to get more information, I would imagine the best place to go would be the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources website. Go to the ATV UTV section, correct?
5: Absolutely, and and all the and all the various field wardens and recreation wardens are. You can look through um contact lists on the dnr website if you want to find a more specific contact person and i can tell you any warden um or record in the area if you if you know where you're going to be recreating and you want to be um and the and the website just doesn't do it for you for some reason or you have a question that you just can't get answered on the dnr website you know feel free to call one of our one of the local uh, wardens
1: once again everybody we've been talking with Jacob. Hawksclaw, he's a recreational warden for the Illinois, uh, Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. Sorry about that. Uh, and uh, to learn more about ATVs and UTVs in the state that more and more people are enjoying up there. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Chauncey. You're talking to you. Yeah, You're listening to Chauncey. I'm Chauncey's great outdoors. You know us. Hey,
4: we know the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. That's 1 800 606 FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors.
1: When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is Fish on! 2037 that's eight four seven eight three eight two zero three seven. 2037 and get ready to yell fish on Waterworks has been there through this pandemic for the first responders service marine needs for their boats and helping you with your own boating needs while you get ready to launch your boat this year Waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up and Mercury Marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new Mercury outboard motor from the only authorized Mercury Reed powered center in Northeastern Illinois waterworks boat sales, get the right motor on that boat. You love with professional service at the right price from the only authorized Mercury Reed power center in Northeastern Illinois waterworks boat sales but if you need service or parts for your current boat or accessories from maps oil electronics life jackets or water toys you only need to make one call or stop go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them chauncey sent you Hookandhunttv.com is educating and informative. Jim Crowley shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why. If you have attended his seminars, you know his no-nonsense approach. Watch, learn, and apply. Information is the key to success on hookandhunttv.com. Chauncey here. All shooters are invited to the Pathway to Adventures Sporting Clays Classic on Friday, August 21st at the Spayless Sportsman's Club at 24038 South Harlem Avenue in Frankfort, Illinois. This is a fun shoot for friends and family, for experienced shooters and novices to help support the scouting program at the Pathway to Adventure Council here in Northeastern Illinois. All shooters get a gift, continental breakfast, a tailgate lunch, fun games, and you help support a great program. For reservations, call Brooke Parker at 312-421-8800, extension 213. Be there, I will. This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, Fish on!
2: Somebody say, hey, we want some crappie! Hey, we want some crappie! Let me hear you say, hey, we want some crappie!
3: Hi, this is Bill Cullerton, and you're listening to Chauncey
1: Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And let me see who's on the phone. Hey, it's Ed DeVries from the Boat Fishing Association of Illinois. Ed, how are you doing?
3: I'm good, Chauncey. How are you doing,
1: buddy? I'm going crazy with everything that's going out in the world right now. But it's a crazy, it's a crazy year. Yeah, it's yes, the it craziest is. Craziest year ever, you know. And the funny thing is, I keep running into more people talking to me about bow fishing, not just in Illinois and Wisconsin and Michigan and everywhere. And I said, okay, this is the big hint. I got to get Eddie on.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff going on in the bow fishing world. Uh, you know, with the with the virus being around, uh, bow fishing tournaments have pretty much stopped.
2: I mean,
3: mm-hmm. now there's a few more coming up. You know, the different states are uh, easing the restrictions a lot, but uh, we haven't had one all year. But we've got more people interested in bow fishing and uh, having, you know, it gives you something to do. You go, you can go out and. Uh, still have a good time and don't have to worry about being near any kind of viruses or stuff out on the water. huh? Right.
1: <laughs> and, and so many times, and, and Ed is one of them who has proven me time and time again, everyone that, uh, you know, these, you know, the carp, the gar, the, this, the, that, you know, people may say, Ugh, well, that's just because they're ugly, but they really taste good.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, we, uh, this year, pretty much everybody knows they're they're doing a lot of work on the on the locks on the Illinois River. Mm-hmm. They lower the water. You know, they say they weren't going to lower the water, but the water is down. It could be because we haven't had a lot of big rains or whatever. But uh, I think they're they are keeping it down low. But the water on the rivers have so much cleaner than, than I've seen. You know, there's none of the sediments uh, mm-hmm. floating around like an I mean, I've got three feet visibility some days on the Illinois River, but the bowfish has been fantastic out there, and uh, I load up. I'll go out there. Uh, you know, a couple of days during the week, get out right at sun up in the grass carp or all of the shore uh, along the shoreline on mm-hmm. the islands or on the on the banks. And that is literally one of the best tastes of fish in the water. I would eat that over catfish or right. uh, anything that's out there, to be honest with you. There's a way to our Facebook page, Bow Fishing Association of Illinois, just do a search there. we got all sorts of videos showing you how to clean the fish and uh, get the good meat out of it, you know, mm-hmm. the boneless meat out of it. But people who like to eat fish need... Uh, Give these fish a try. I mean, because uh, they're delicious. You know, they have no consumption warnings on them. They don't. Mm-hmm. They, they grow so fast. They don't. Uh, none of the mercury's or PCBs uh, uh, build up in them at all. So no. But it's been a heck of a year out there. I tell you, with with all that's going on, you got to look for the uh, turn the lemonade into lemon and, uh, uh, or lemons into lemonade. Barge traffic's been down. Uh, the big boats on the river's been down.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: and the water conditions are great. The bow fishing has been fantastic out there, all over
1: the state, actually. Yeah, one of the things, too, that I guess it's more of a popularity, and I wound up seeing something on uh, the Internet, like YouTube or something. This person had a slingshot and also a rest for his arrow. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wow, that must make it easier for a lot of people to use a slingshot than aiming a traditional bow and arrow.
3: Well, it's kind of it's kind of handy too because say if you're out, you know, if you like doing regular fishing and bow fishing, yeah. And you're out, you're out on the river, and you're you know you're you're looking for the the sauger or the catfish, whatever you know. Mm-hmm. What people are going after that time of year. Nothing much going on, but then you see these big schools of silver carp go by. You get these sling bows, they call them. Uh, Sam Wood from Wisconsin. You, you, yeah. you used bow fish with him years ago when we did mm-hmm. stuff out of Star Rock there. Uh, uh, he makes a sling bow. Um, that, uh, it's, it's real nice, small compact. You keep it, keep it underneath the, uh, uh you know, in one of your, your bolt boxes or
2: mm-hmm. whatever with
3: an arrow, pull that thing out. And I think the, uh, he's got one called the Magnum and, uh, that one there is, it's got two, you know, they got the surgical bands. It's like the, the wrist mm-hmm. rockets. So right. This one's got like four total bands on it, and it's got the poundage of a 50 pound recurve bulb. Wow. So, uh, and then, and then, you know, you gotta have some strength to pull that back, but then he's got a regular one that's just like a, uh, a wrist rocket, and, uh, they're a lot of fun, real challenging, but, uh, yeah, they got a whisker biscuit rest on them to hold the heavy bowfish arrow mm-hmm. yeah. and mount a reel up on them. They're great, great fun. Good
1: and it's really very different because you know bow fishing if you know whether you're literally and i've seen people walk in the shoreline bow fishing i've seen people yep. in boats i've seen people standing <laughs> on ladders in the sh- in the swamps <laughs> oh yeah i've seen that too yeah and it's <laughs> like they
3: they want to like they're the uh, what was it? it was a guy who was like this is a bow fishing tree stand <laughs> he's up on a, on a on a 8 foot ladder sitting on the top of a shooting fish as they swim by <laughs> yeah
1: and i'm sitting there going whoa you know first time you see it kind of takes you back but then you realize what he's doing i was like that's pretty cool and you know that's if you just like the bow fishing but and stuff like that but if you're uh, an actual bow hunter for you know big game deer you know whatever sure This only in, this keeps your skill a little bit sharper for when it comes you know later in the summer here when you got a Hone up and you know get ready to go out chase you know the deer out in the field someplace, but it's just it's so much fun to do bow fishing because and I I've told people so many times the most fun I've had, I, yes I love you know rod reel fishing and that's a, yeah. but I says I, it, when I was bow fishing with I was laughing so hard, I, it was so much fun I, you can't even believe oh, it. Oh yeah, especially when the crazy things start jumping at you. And yeah. All, you know. <laughs> I says, was I covered in slime? Yeah, but it was a fun time.
3: <laughs> yeah, the silver carper, you know, they are good to eat but i tell you what they are the slimiest fish in the world I've ever. i don't know what it is on them. they got some kind of they got some kind of protective coating on them or whatever yeah. but uh, <laughs> exactly your clothes will stand up at the end of the day when you take them off when that stuff dries
1: now like you mentioned that uh bow fishing tournaments are a little bit on on the lean side right now and they'll start getting better as things start loosening up or whatever
3: yeah by next year i think you know pretty pretty much with all the you know our our uh our spring shoots, mm-hmm. you know, they had the real strict uh, uh orders down where you can have 10 people together. Yeah. I don't think you could have two people on a boat,
2: goofy stuff, there. yeah, early
3: in the season. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we we have our tournaments, and if we pull in 10 boats, that's that's 30 guys, you know, you usually mm-hmm. got three guys on a boat. Now, we now it's up to 50, but uh, you know, it's it's to the part of the season now where uh, you know, I, you should, next month hunting season starts, you know, you're going to get into the squirrels and stuff, and half the guys they they break off from bowfish and and, uh, and and go back to hunting. Best time of the year for bullfish, although we get into October. You know, oh. September and October out there, those fish, I swear, they start putting, uh, they want to put weight on or whatever before the winter comes. And mm-hmm. uh, water's a lot clearer and, and it uh, gets some monsters. I guess. It's October cold October day when uh, a few years ago I got a fifty-four pound bighead carp out of the Allamuchy River, biggest freshwater fish I ever shot.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. And you <laughs> deer season. And I've got to tell you, I'm being very honest. Uh, I've had gar and bighead carp yeah. and everything, and they all tasted real good. You know,
3: that's the funnest thing about hunting and fishing. I think yeah. you know, like, you know, is is when you take something from mm-hmm. field or from the stream. You know, you, you go out there, you enjoy your day fishing, you you fillet it out, you clean it, you know, you take the time to do that, and then you bring it home and you turn it into something. And there's so many things you could do with it. And I've been taking, there's a lot, like I say, there's a lot of bones in the grass carp and the silver carp. There's a way that we fillet them to get some big, good, boneless fillets off. But then mm-hmm. you've got these long bones to so what's left. Now, I'll take those and I'll smoke them and I'll pull all the meat off of it and turn it into, uh, you know, there I'll turn it into uh, fish dip. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you, you, you take it and you mix it with some uh, some breadcrumbs and eggs and and uh, Old Bay and stuff and make patties out of You know, uh, fish patties are delicious. Yeah. But I've been trying. I made sausage out of them. I took them and I put them through a meat grinder, mm-hmm. and all the bones stay in the grinder, and you get this ground meat that comes out. And I packed it into a sausage casing and uh, and fried it up, and it was actually very kind of weird, actually, <laughs> but it actually tasted okay. It tasted good. The best good. thing to do with that ground meat is it, it's like uh, yeah. you can make uh, fish tacos out of it. Just oh. fry it up with some taco seasoning yeah. and put oh, it all really good. So you can well, I can say with this bowfish and stuff. People who like to eat fish. We live in an area that's loaded with the, mm-hmm. these Asian carp that everybody hates, but I'll tell you they're they're a great a great food resource out there. You know, they're hey. I just tell I just tell people who roll their eyes at me, say, so them, 'em, I'll do a blind taste test yeah. with any kind of fish you want. And we'll see what which one people like the best, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell them in the grocery store for silver trout at nine ninety nine a pound and make a killing because nobody'd yeah. know the difference. No, like
3: they, the truth is they taste exactly like cod. You wouldn't yeah. tell the difference between that and a piece
1: of cod? No, you won't. That's, a, that's a very good like yeah. nine bucks a pound right yeah, now. Yeah, that's I, what I said. We can make a killing at this, Eddie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, people, you know, by going to the facebook page you got a really cool uh, insignia for the boat fishing association of illinois oh, the angry carp company. yeah the angry carp i mean they could learn more about this and have fun and pick up some tips and uh, you know and you contact know people to say hey I, this looks interesting how do i do this what how do I, you know get,
3: our I'm club started we're well, 15 years we've been doing this i mean I, it just 15 years already
1: mm-hmm.
3: and we've 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 never charged any uh you know we have supporting memberships that people mm-hmm. want to help us you know pay for insurance you know we do a lot of those ranges like the old hunting and fishing days yeah. and uh so we gotta have insurance for that so yeah. you know we'd uh our club has always been free for everybody we're here for one purpose if you want to interested in bow vision come to our you know we have a, we used to have the web pages but nobody used those anymore so yeah. come to our facebook page Get down there. We got a, a group page, which is closed and open regular or a group uh, and then a regular page, mm-hmm. which is a public. You get down there, talk about bowl fishing. There will be 20 guys in there to, you know, with, within 10 minutes of your, of your post to answer any questions you got, telling you where to go, uh, what gear to use, you know, everybody. Mm-hmm. And then, then you'll see arguments because everybody thinks their yeah. gear what they use is the best, you know.
1: <laughs> and, and once again, the Facebook page is. Uh, just the Bowfishing Fishing
3: Association of Illinois. If you do a search for that, all of our different pages, and we got contest paid.
1: All right, sounds good, Eddie. Well, once again, thanks so much for coming on the show, and let, let, I will come out with you again and have way too much fun, okay? Anytime you want, Chauncey. Like I say, I got all the time in the world now. <laughs> all right, thank you much. Ed DeVries, everybody, from the Bowfishing Fishing Association of Illinois. Thanks so much for being on. Thanks. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors here. All shooters are invited to the Pathway to Adventures Sporting Clays Classic on Friday, August 21st at the Spayless Sportsman's Club at 240 38 South Harlem Avenue in Frankfort, Illinois. This is a fun shoot for friends and family, for experienced shooters and novices to help support the scouting program at the Pathway to Adventure Council Here in Northeastern Illinois, all shooters get a gift, continental breakfast, a tailgate lunch, fun games, and you help support a great program. For reservations, call Brooke Parker at 312-421-8800, extension 213. Be there, I will. Waterworks has been there through this pandemic for the first responders' service marine needs for their boats and helping you with your own boating needs while you get ready to launch your boat this year. Waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up, and Mercury Marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new Mercury outboard motor from the only authorized Mercury repowered center in northeastern Illinois, waterworks boat sales get the right motor on that boat you love with professional service at the right price from the only authorized mercury reed power center in northeastern illinois waterworks boat sales but if you need service or parts for your current boat or accessories from maps oil electronics life jackets or water toys you only need to make one call or stop Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Mark your calendar for August 1st and come on out to Chauncey's Great Outdoors Live Remote outside in front of Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester, Illinois. It's a BYOC bring-your-own-chair-and-face mask. Be part of the audience at Chauncey's Live Show with food, prizes, great guests, and more. All at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, in front of the store. So mark that calendar for August 1st at 6 a.m. and BYOC, bring your own chair and face mask and be part of the Midwest number one outdoor show, Chauncey's Great Outdoors at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester. Watch, learn, and apply. Information is the key to success on HookandHuntTV.com. Own your own boat and want to make your next walleye trip to Port Clinton enjoyable? Then call Bay's Edge at 419-734-3016 and enjoy a beautiful townhouse with a full kitchen, sleeping for seven, spacious living quarters, a private deck on a huge pond full of the biggest fish you will ever see and catch, all catch and release. But you can also pull your own boat right next to the townhouse and recharge your batteries to be ready for that next day to catch that walleye of a lifetime. Once you stay at BayesEdge.com, you won't stay anywhere else. For more information, call 419-734-3016 or go to BayesEdge.com and be amazed of Lake Erie's best-kept secret, BayesEdge.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708 798 9700. Paul's Pizza in Westchester on 31st and Wolf Road. Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com. Hookandhunttv.com. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the knowledgeable sportsman. Wren Lake Area Tourism at visitwrenlake.com and enjoywrenlake.com. Bizbaits, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish, you can get them at bizbaits.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks boat sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty. what's her name to Chauncey on
2: Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM One Thousand in Chicago.
1: Whether it's cool. Everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and hey, next weekend we're doing our live remote from Paul's Pizza in Westchester. It's going to be outside, to be with COVID rules, which means it's a BYO CNM. Bring your own chairs and masks. Masks are going to be, uh, everyone's got to have one on. And remember, bring your own chair to sit outside. We're going to have a lot of fun. All the normal people are going to be there. Eddie, Mike, Waterworks Marine, every, you name it, we're going to have, even the Forest Preserve District is going to be there. So we're getting excited about that show. So make sure you're going to be there. Waltz Beats in Westchester, 31st and Wolf Road, next Saturday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. And you know how many stories come out afterwards. It's pretty good. So mark your calendars. Real quick, uh, we got a little note from my buddy Aiden, the Aiden Fishing Report. you got to love Aiden. He says, Papa, Mom and my sister and Dad, we went to the zoo instead of going fishing this week. It was kind of fun, but I wanted to go fishing. Don't say that to your mother, okay? <laughs> um. Allison went out of Muskegon with her mom and dad, and they were fishing for lake trout and salmon. The lake trout were on the bottom on those yellow spinning glows. The salmon were hitting orange spoons 50 to 100 feet down in 180 feet of water. Uh, Roger went out and was getting a good catfish bite on the Grand River in Grand Rapids, Him and his dad said that the action was good, and they tasted good, too. And we're looking for some good action for perch out of South Haven. My friend Bob went there and said the fishing was a little spotty, but if you moved around, you stayed in the fish. So that's all I have for a fishing report this week. I can use a few new cubby mini-mites. Please send them up there, your favorite fishing grandson. Well, I got three favorite fishing grandsons, okay? smart little kid that he is. <laughs> oh God, you gotta love that kid. But you know, fishing wise, the forest preserve, it's really an early morning bite right now, and I do mean that. It's early morning surface baits, you're doing quite well. Midday, you want a plastic worm that kind of stands straight up on its nose. Uh, biz Bizbait makes I think it's called a dizzy uh, dizzy dean excuse me, dizzy bait that Sits straight up. It's a really good bait to use for bass this time of the year. And then you get later in the afternoon, you get some shadows from the trees and the leaves. Work the shadow edges with a golden roach and a bobber. And whew, you should be holding on to your rod because you're going to get a lot of good action throughout that area. I like that. Uh, we're seeing some activity in Lake Michigan. Captain Tony's going straight out in about 100 to 115 feet of water out of Winthrop Harbor. Turning ninety degrees to the right as he says, and aiming towards Waukegan. and he's getting his limit of fish early in the morning, midday. You got to hunt, peck to try to find them. Perch fishing in Indiana is doing quite well for a number of anglers. Uh, they get not getting a you get a limit, but you've got to get one or two here, move one or two here, move one or two here, move. That seems to be the program to catch those fish. You're also seeing some activity going on in some. Locations on the rivers for catfish. Illinois River seems to be a little bit slow, and the water level is a little bit lower than it says normal, but I'm questioning that. Um, but they're getting some catfish out of there. Not much else is going down there. Out of Braidwood Lake, bass, water's pretty warm, but the bass action's good. Close to shore, try to be there first thing in the morning. That's really your better shot. After that, it starts moving deeper. you got to work the deeper holds, try to find some cooler water. The water is very warm at Braidwood Lake this time of the year. Heidecki Lake, we didn't get any reports this week. That's got me kind of concerned. I'm mean, going to have to call my buddies up and say, hey, what's going on out there? to see what's hitting also in indiana we're seeing some good inland bluegill not so much crappie but some nice slab bluegill hand-sized bluegills being caught on a lot of the smaller ponds and lakes in northwest indiana that always is a very good thing to see for many anglers that are out there so definitely check that out uh you know we just mentioned on the show here too that come out now next week next saturday paul's pizza in westchester 31st and wolf road and we're gonna have our show from 6 to 8 a.m 6 to 7 a.m. Having a great time. It's live. Bring your own chair to sit outdoors. We're with us and bring a mask. It's going to be important. Well, I kind of can hear a little bit that the flute is gearing up there, I think. All right. <laughs> so when I hear the flute playing, I know it's coming to that time of the show. And i like to leave you with a Native American proverb. This one comes from, once again, my buddy, Apensui Majwat. It says, give thanks for unknown blessings Already on their way. Give thanks for unknown blessings already on the way. Very true. Please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we're going to catch. All of that stuff. We really do borrow it all from our children's children. We'll see you next week at Paul's Pizza in Westchester, Chauncey's Great Outdoors live show. Mark your calendar and be there. Take care, everybody.